Greetings, you've landed at the VUC, IP Communications and VoIP Community. We would like to thank Simwood.com for their support. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is from OnSIP.com, and you can go to GetOnSIP.com for a URL people can click to call you. We've been privileged over the last five years to be using the best conference bridge on the planet. Yes, I'm talking about ZipDX.com, full-color, full-featured, full-HD conference bridge. Our website, VUC.me on the web, is hosted by Bluehost.com. And our worldwide local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. All right. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good day. This is VUC 567 for November 13th, Friday the 13th, 2015, or 2015, as some people insist on saying. Today's call is about audio quality over the network, monitoring in real time. But with all the confusion, I did forget one little thing, and that is next week in Lisbon. Where's my clapping sound? The sound of one hand clapping and muted. (laughs) November 17th, that's something like Tuesday. We were going to meet in Lisbon. If you're anywhere in the neighborhood, come on by. Tad Summit. These are great events. I love these events produced by Mr. Alan Quayle. And then December in uh, Paris, December 12th, Tad Hack, WebRTC Paris. It's a mini Tad Hack. Ah, thank you. Those applause were because I'll probably be playing right? And we also have a surprised young lady who's going to, well, she's surprised, I'm not, who is going to sing with us. Michael's here, though, and as soon as Windows 10 updates, what time did that start? Windows. I started last night at uh, 10 o'clock last night, but stalled, and then I started it again this morning at 8.30, and uh, it, well, well, We'll get into this in the adult section. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, 83, yeah. 83% still rocking. So. Okay, 83%. It's been 83% for years. Today's call is about monitoring network audio quality in real time. As I said, we've got Valerie Sidnikov with us. Valerie, welcome to the call for the first time. Hello, everybody, and thank you very much uh, for this uh, opportunity to talk about what we are doing for several years already, especially on this lovely... Friday 13th night. <laughs> exactly. Valerie, although I don't know you from before, uh, apparently you are fairly well known by several of our uh, core members, people that I've known for years. And um, so we're glad to have you with us and hope you'll come back and stay. That doesn't mean you have to go now, <laughs> but I, I hope you'll become an active member of what we're doing here. We're going to ask you the question we always ask to people who come on for the first time, and that is, what brought you to technology in the first place? You know, you can even go back to when you were five years old and heard radar signals in your teeth or something. How, whatever, what's your story? Oh, um, I graduated at Telecom University in Russia, in St. Petersburg, 1997, then... Uh, had two PhD studies locally in my hometown, at home university, and then in Finland. And, and I worked in Finland in Helsinki University of Technology for several years. Then was doing uh, some software development projects, many things, and also developing this Savannah business for quite a while. And for several years, I'm just running more or less with business partners uh, and colleagues and friends this little business entity and hope to proceed further kind of uh, popularizing and making the world better or (laughs) better quality (laughs) better quality better audio quality on the network and your company is Savannah S-E-V-A-N-A and uh, the uh, URL for that company is Savannah, S-E-V-A-N-A, dot biz, right? Yeah, that's a uh, general uh, URL. We also, we're a registered company in Estonia, in Tallinn. Uh, we started in Finland, actually. We still have a company there, but uh, just uh, moved uh, completely to Estonia for many reasons. And yes, the URL is uh, that one, but .fi and .ee also work. 
Okay. And you have several products and or services. Uh, you and I spoke before we got started over the, over the last week or so. And so we weren't really sure what you wanted to, uh, to, to show here. Do you want to have a, 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 a faraway look at all the things Savannah does, or do you want to concentrate on one thing? Well, basically, uh, my main goal of this meeting or in this meeting, what I would like to do, uh, something what we started doing uh, six years ago or so when we started developing technologies, not only products, we started developing technologies for audio quality analysis and basically um, what we wanted to do was to bring an expensive and expensive tools and technologies to a more uh, wider use in the voice over IP communities in small business, small medium enterprises. So in principle I would like to have this as a friendly conversation about quality where I can show and demonstrate how we solve it both with technologies, with products, uh, we really have developed many things for intrusive and non-intrusive waveform analysis, for voice quality impairments detection, uh, open source based voice quality monitoring system, uh, many things. But I believe that the most important right now is how the quality impacts. There are so many service providers, suppliers, DID number providers, um, conference service providers, web conference service providers. Then we have so many networks, PSTN, GSM, UMTS, YCDMA, voice over LTE, RCS net networks, voice over Wi-Fi is coming. They all have issues and uh, basically my main message would be that even in voice over IP community, in voice over IP networks, it's not always possible to analyze quality and check quality, test quality, assess quality by using only voice over IP metrics. And this is what I would like to stress during this conversation and also show as a benefit uh, for the community from this. Uh, yep, please go ahead. Michael, you're you saying something. No, I think there was just like a little glitch in there. Okay. So basically, yes, and as a benefit to voice over IP communities, small, medium enterprises, I would like to say a little, some words about our product services and uh, technologies. When I say technologies, I mean something what is really difficult to invent, develop, and um, that really has a lot of high-tech algorithms, mathematics, DSP. Okay, you you want to um, jump into a demo? You had some you had some images you wanted to show, maybe as well. By the way, yes, basically, yeah. Let me share some um, images. Yeah, just a second. I will do my best. Okay, do you see it now? We, uh, did, we did for a second, but I don't know. But now it popped up, but now it's gone. Interesting. Yeah, it's back again. There it is. It. We okay. have it now. So basically, uh, just like what I said, from various devices, soft phones, VoIP phones, PSTN mobile phones, through different carriers using different codecs, different uh, delivery systems. Well, this particular picture is about drive test, but still in these in various networks, we have all the same problems that uh, due to many facts, many reasons, voice quality may be affected and we may lose customers. And uh, okay, I won't, I don't want to be too much, okay, this slide may be very quickly that these days our clients at least uh, want to be able to assess voice quality from all types of devices, server to server, laptop to server, mobile device to mobile device. Um, okay, there, there are technologies well recognized and recommended by ITU, International Telecommunications Unit, uh, 
which are known as PSQ, P-O-L-Q-A, for Active Intrusive Waveform Analysis and Voice Quality Evaluation. And we introduce our own technology as an alternative, which is alternative. Uh, it's very difficult to say whether it's better. It's different. It has different advantages, uh, maybe disadvantages, but it can be used in a similar way. Then ITU also has a standard related to single-ended analysis, uh, which is waveform analysis on real calls. With This type of analysis is less accurate, but we also have our technology that also, besides uh, Pure analysis gives some ideas of uh, the reasons for voice quality degradation, like impairments that took place. Can be graphically represented, uh, bulk analysis, and what is more important here, like in any system, is ability to discover the reasons for voice quality degradation. And we figured out that, for example, um, amplitude clipping can be the reason for misconfiguration of a gateway somewhere on the voice path and that clipping can be caused by the so-called squelch. We also figured out that there are patterns to de even de determine packet loss by waveform analysis. And this is pretty much it. I don't want to take more time on, on this just want to say that besides the metrics that one can receive by uh, the so-called e-modal, R-factor generated, and MOS score generated by e-modal, and MOS stands for mean opinion score. So theoretically, it's a group of people collected, then they listen to different audios and graded from one, yes, uh, well, the standard is a bit different. <laughs> I believe. Yeah, but I, I just, excuse me, I just was looking around trying to, I was going to ask you where to find this. I just did a quick search. ITUT.int. So, uh, yeah, uh, and I wanted to give, uh, this happens to be a PDF that was downloadable. But is, yes. is this what we're talking about, the Q3911? No. Or is this something else? We are talking about P.862, P.863, similar, similar technology. Okay, I'm... At, I don't know how to find that, but what I found was itu.int, as you said, and then I'm not sure. Let me go to the, I'll go to the, uh, just it's kind it of important, so I'm not wasting time. I'm trying to find. You, you, you well, can get, you just find this now? Google it. Here Google it, p.862, itu, and the first link will be there. Let me try it, and I think. Well, I mean, I that's what I did, and I came on the wrong thing, but here we go. All right, professional evaluation. Would that be it? Oops. Yes, perceptual evaluation. Their site is, is one of these government kind of sites, even though they're not. Anyway, enough of that. So, point was to show people where they can get, the, where you sourced um, the things you're talking about, because that's important. This is not stuff that you made up. This is, these are actual uh, international standards, and that's what's important. Uh, that, that's wrong, actually, because... How you made it up? Uh, we made up an alternative. Ah, okay. <laughs> so th that's the trick, because um, we made up our own algorithms. We made our own perceptual model. And these days, it's already recognized. So to my knowledge, the only entity we are competing with is ITU standards. Mm -hmm. And basically, we have taken a different approach, completely software-based, hardware-independent, and with alternative uh, technology. Okay, so what we were doing is comparing, you know, I kind of jumped the gun. I wanted to show those standards because you referred to them. But in fact, you maybe used the idea of uh, the basic uh, parameters that they're talking about, and you've improved that and made it, adapted it, to, um, to something that you're doing? Well, you made it up, you said. Yeah, we, we made it up. We started research of four different scientists related to perceptual uh, or human perception of audio. We merged this research and worked out uh, a standalone algorithm and approach for analysis, which is just a yet, like, you know, uh, yet another percep perceptual evaluation of speech.
saying we are better, uh, well, I don't want to say this in public, uh, we're not better, maybe we're not very much worse, we're different. You know, like like uh, Finns are saying, if you start studying, studying Finnish, a uh, Finnish teacher will most likely say, Finnish language is not difficult, although to me, for the first month, it sounded like noise. Finnish language is not difficult, it's just different. Right. <laughs> so, right. Of course. Um, Tim is asking, uh, Tim, you could unmute and ask this, I guess, if it's not... Uh if it's convenient, otherwise I'll read what he says, but then I, whenever I read a question... All right, here we go. Tim. Uh, yeah. You know, I was just curious to know whether um, the perception is dependent on the language your people are speaking. So, you know, you think about um, the languages where, it's, where the tone is important and the pitch, and then you think about other languages maybe with with more clicks and, and Dutch with its hard G sound. It's like those sorts of things are language dependent? Did you manage to model that in your perceptual model or, or did you just say, well, hey, you know, everyone speaks English? Yeah, that, that's a very good question. Our uh, technology, our algorithms are language independent. They can work from 8 kilohertz 16-bit mono up to 192 kilohertz 32-bit stereo audio and they are not they can work on long audio as well, longer than several minutes, several hours. We even tried to use a brute force um, compression optimization. When you compress with certain bitrate an audio clip, a song, a, sorry, a podcast, and uh, you analyze it with our tool and then you see that okay the quality is getting worse or you analyze it till you receive the quality you desire I feel the need for a practical demonstration here yeah uh, I can share my screen and show you real system that is running real tests even for some real customers uh, we like real tests in fact is it feasible to do a real test on the ZipDX conference bridge, for example. I'm going to get into trouble from Michael for this. but Well, uh, we'll be happy to work, work this out together. We don't need to make the results public, I though. Can, I can see uh, what I can do to help with that. One of my but, then, but then again, it'll probably show how brilliant the ZipDX conference bridge is in wideband using Opus Codec. That will be very interesting. Really? Because all Good the least the part. Of course, you don't officially support Opus, do you? Officially, right? Uh, yeah, we'll be more than happy to cooperate on this. Really, because we we benefit from this too. Okay, let me share the whole screen. I guess. Oh my gosh, that's me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. Can you see my screen? Yeah, that's nice and clear. All right. This is uh, our little system, very basic in demo mode. So alerting test creation is not available here. It's purely based on open source. The only closed source is our Aqua technology. So as just, you can see... Just out of interest, what is the platform... Uh, sitting behind this web uh, interface? Uh, this is a CentOS operating system, Apache, PHP, uh, MySQL server, community edition. Um, and hardware, I really don't know, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's hosted in a, a friendly company in Russia. So they were keen to cooperate, and uh, we are very happy about this. So I can show you the host here test for one of their customers, which is running every minute. Okay, you have to talk us through exactly what this test is doing. Uh, see, there are several types of tests one would may like to have when uh, evaluating voice quality. So. A very typical uh, the type of test is echo test. Like on Skype, uh, you have uh, echo one, two, three. To dial in, you say something, it plays back to you, and you can hear, and you decide whether it's working or not, right? 
But if we were talking about voice quality, this is not enough. So we would like to know how good the quality is. So here is an example of an echo test uh, in Czech Republic. We're dialing into uh, their echo server. We are playing this reference audio in the waveform. Uh, sometimes it's very important to see the waveform. I'll show you why. Then we record what we receive from the echo server. Here it is. We use our tool to calculate MOS score by waveform analysis, then some additional metrics like signal-to-noise ratio. Then. And then this system also, besides asterisk, what it is based on, we are using asterisk to dial in, it's also using VoIP monitor to collect all the metrics used as a sniffer, c calculate mean opinion score according to E-modal, which you can see is 4.5, which means excellent. It checks uh, packet loss, uh, even packet loss burst when there are several packets lost uh, in a row, and reports that saves uh, saves everything in MySQL database. And I'll show you a little uh, backdoor. Everything is stored in a log file. So we have big plans to apply data analysis for this to discover to ease discovery uh, of root cause of the problem. So how it works when things are not good, there is one connection which is producing not very good MOS scores, and this is actually an echo server, but we are dialing a PSTN number in Germany, through Finland actually. So you can see that the waveform uh, of the received signal differs quite a lot. This is also reflected by the MOS score. We can see that signal-to-noise ratio is different. There is yeah. So you've got lots of uh, latency and you're probably going through at least one transcode in that, in that media path. Yeah, th that's right. In fact, we figured out by additional analysis, uh, by the tool that discovers different impairments like dead air, clicking, clipping, crackling, um, amplitude clipping, VAT clipping, we figured out that there is packet loss in this audio although there is no packet loss between us and Finland and Finland and Germany. So there is really some transcoding happening and there is somewhere VoIP network in the voice path. As you can see, packet bursts, uh, actual packet bursts detected somewhere on, on the way. This means several packets lost in a row. Some spectrum analysis. I could play it, but you won't hear, I'm afraid. I, I can give it a try if you like. Well, go on. Let's, let, well, can we listen to the, the original voice, uh, sound file, and then have, a, then have a quick listen to what came back? Oh, Randy, I think I have to ask you for this favor because yeah, audio I can will play, be played. I can play the original, but obviously it's going to be deformed a little bit by the... Here's, here's the original of... I don't know if these are all the same. I think this is the reference audio. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the top, top one is, is the reference audio. I'm not hearing it for some reason. Tickets yeah. were embarrassed because of the stains, but this one, no stains. Yeah, I think it's that oval yeah, thing that, that thing. keeps everything in the middle. Yeah, it keeps it there so no stains. Yeah, no messy, icky feeling. Yeah, and you feel pain. Oh, that's white. God, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> this is one of the reference audios that are freely available. Yeah, <laughs> a little fun. Uh, a Signalogic website has uh, various audios and uh, we noticed that our clients are using it as reference. There, there is no license limitation on the Signalogic website so we thought uh, this is a great uh, thing so we can use it as well. There are different audios there and getting back to the language question, there are audios in different languages which we used for testing to evaluate MOS score and figured out that uh, our algorithm is language independent. Oh, Randy, can we have a quick listen to the deformed waveform? Just a uh, very quick. I'm not sure which uh, which one is that. What test uh, are you on, Bartleby? Yeah, I would, this is. Uh, let me let me give you a direct link. Can you see the link? Well, I'm on the page, so all you have to do is tell me which. Is it the second one? It's the second one. Yes. So we saw this already, and here's. <laughs> um, but wait a minute, I'm not seeing. I see the reference audio. Oh, and then the light bulb? No. 
It's, um, oh, it's the Echo. Well, no, okay. Let, let me say. Let me you tell show you. Show me where it is. I'll, I'll get to it right away. Get to uh, Lead Desk Echo Germany. On general tests. Uh, it would help, uh, Randy, if you share your screen, then we can see what you're looking at. On tests. I suppose that's a good point. Yeah. Just <laughs> sorry about that. Um, there we go. See, I'm here. Is that yes. right? Yes. It's uh, second, no, third from the bottom. Lead Desk Echo okay. Germany. Got it. Okay. I still only see the reference, though. Yeah, this is reference. It's for the group of tests, for this particular Lead Desk Echo Test Germany, right? right? Then we tests can... are made every five minutes okay. to this number. So you can see the timestamp for each test. You can see duration, post-dial delay, Reason for call termination, Q9, Q931. Yeah, so if you click on what, what that second one, because that's... Okay, a... why uh, is red not recommend? So they're all pretty bad, right? Yeah, they are quite bad. The only good one, the orange is some users just said. All right, so we'll click on the first one, or the second well, one. Well, it's even. a big one, any one. Well, it doesn't, it's not that it's the same. The second one looked like it was really bad. Oh, here and we have the references repeated. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. I've only yes. seen this for the first time, like a couple. So of you got the re All right, let's do this again. We'll, we'll, I'll be quiet. Everybody will be quiet. I will set the level at the same. I'm going to play the reference for a moment, and then I'll play the degraded. Okay, here we go. Reference. I think it's so embarrassed because of the stains, but this one, no stain. Yeah, I think it's that oval yeah, thing that, that keeps everything in the middle. Yeah, it keeps it there, so no stains. Yeah, no messy, icky feeling. Yeah, you feel clean. <laughs> Here's the uh, degraded audio. I think it's so embarrassed because of the stain. This one, no stain. Yeah, I think it's that oval yeah, thing that, that thing. keeps everything in the middle. Yeah, it keeps it there, so no, yeah, no messy, icky feeling. Sounds like James on his iPhone. No, it doesn't. I don't sound anything like that at all. No, you don't talk about that kind of thing anyway. So there it is. Anything else on the page that we should be looking at? Yeah, well, it's now the analysis. Oh, the analysis. All right. So that was well, number two. And then and the analysis. Scroll sorry. down. In, You've got in the, the analysis showing um, the MOS score, uh, the signal-to-noise radio, ratio and all the other pr parameters that have come out of the analysis. See, I, I could sell this for you, couldn't I, Valerie? You could. Yeah, <laughs> I, I look at this, and, it, and it's, it's totally understandable for me. I could take this, this tool, and I could use it straight away. Yeah, we, we, we can give it to you. Uh, I mean, we even deliver it to most of our customers. We deliver it. Well... Uh, we changed the policy, but for you, we can we can give it and install, and you can play with it. We'll be more than happy, and we are very eager to cooperate. It's not only you know this world is not only about money making. Although um, as a businessman, I should say this is an important part. <laughs> but um, we really would like to spread this around to. You don't have to buy a hardware box, you know, you don't have to buy a server, and even you don't have to buy a technology that, it, you see, if it's a monopoly, then you have to pay a lot of money. So our idea initially was to uh, get into Asterisk community and kind of deliver this to Asterisk community, but somehow it didn't work out. I see life now... He was out for lunch, he says. Life Medicine, he was uh, actually playing with Aqua, the tool that is comparing the audio uh, several years ago. Uh, so we would be more than happy. Uh, I, I'm, I have to be very accurate. I don't want to say anything bad about competitors because they're definitely good. They're all based on international standard. But I should tell you that our first customers and our biggest customers are in the United States uh, for, well, comp well, these days also Europeans are joining quite well, but the idea was that in the U.S. people were just very uh, straightforward. Does your thing work? Let me try. It works. Okay, cool. I, I want to have it. In Europe it was a little bit more accurate for several years, but now they're joining well, I'm looking at this tool. It looks pretty straightforward. I think I could drive this straight away, and I think it would be very useful. 
tool to have in in the tool chest of useful bits of kit. It looks very straightforward. So, uh, so that's great. Um, yeah. Thank you. Do you want to um, very quickly tell us about how the uh, how the business model for this works? Because that's always of interest to lots of people. Um, well, as we own everything here, we are very flexible. Uh, typically, see, we don't have any limitation uh, for the system uh, to make uh, as many test calls as the client wants. However, AquaTool has a limitation uh, on simultaneously running on the number of simultaneously running tests. So, what you're saying is it's, it's a hosted test tool. So. Uh, no, no, you can have it in your system. If if you are not going to have more than fifty simultaneously running tests every minute, that's a lot actually. That's a lot of data. Then you need just one server, and it will be making. All uh, well, at least three types of tests. We have another test, uh, the DID availability, but straightforward. Three type of tests: conference bridge testing, very simple. Call into the conference bridge's master, enter pin number, wait, stand by. Call to the conference bridge as slave, start playing reference audio. Master records, then the call ends. We make the compare. We make the test save all the metrics, both waveform analysis and void metrics. And you, as it's a, a fully end-to-end -end testing, imagine you can be calling um, conference bridge as master on the US number and as slave on number in Germany, for example. Then echo server test, the same. It can be a SIP, SIP uh, number. It can be PSTN number, like those you saw. And then finally, if you like to test your DID provider, uh, you might like to make calls to arbitrary numbers all over the world. And then it's a problem, but we have solved it. You can call IVR systems in, in different countries. For example, hotels, embassies, other IVR systems, absolutely independent. So you will be calling, recording the audio as reference, considering it's a good quality, and then you can monitor it on a regular basis. Yeah, Valerie, I have to say, that's the first time I've heard anybody um, who's not me talk about phoning embassies. <laughs> it's one of my, my old test tricks, is to phone the British embassy in multiple countries, because they have the standard uh, voice uh, menu system, an IVR, in each British embassy. And so you can use that as a, as a test tool. And uh, you're the first person I've heard uh, who, who mentions exactly the same trick. Uh, I don't think it's my idea. I think I heard it uh, from somebody else, but it was a couple of years ago. So it's almost already mine. <laughs> okay, but I, I suppose you use the, the, the Russian embassy or, or the uh, Italian embassy or something, or the Finnish embassy. Well, I heard of it. I don't. We are using for tests. Let me share the screen. But now, but now everybody knows that, and so um, the poor old British embassy is going to get non-stop barrage of test calls now, and uh, <laughs> it's all going to be my fault. I'm going to get the blame for this. Well, you can say it was Valerie from Russia. You know. Yeah, but uh, um, we are using as examples. We are using IVR test three four one one. That is. Uh, Quite widely presented in um, VoIP uh, on VoIP websites, and there is one uh, IVR in Russia, actually, IVR test. What we ought to do, Valerie, is get our heads together and trade um, test numbers, because I've got a long list. There's some really useful ones. You know, I can show you uh, one technology that was. Uh, our, our technology that was implemented, we shared it with one consultant from Switzerland. Unfortunately, probably you know him, Stanislav Sinyagin, but he's not with, uh, with us uh, right now. I, I prepared this. What he made, this is non-intrusive, single-ended analysis. You don't have to make test call, but here there is a bunch of test numbers you can call. The audio is recorded, then PVQA analysis is used, 
different impairments. We, we have a wider list of uh, impairments, but these are enough for a fair MOS calculation, non-intrusively. So you get the analysis, you get results of the analysis, you can see what impairments uh, were happening. So for example here it was quite noisy, some dead air appeared. Uh, this is quite interesting. We have a client in the United States uh, that was capable of discovering uh, um, transcoding patterns when transcoding uh, audio clips for further transmission in VoIP network. They were transcoding them and there was a pattern uh, just because of transcoding. Or if uh, there was one mobile client that discovered misconfiguration of a gateway just because amplitude clipping was detected. So the, these are quite interesting things and uh, there are some test numbers here you can call. And well we don't have, I, I would, like to, would love to trade test numbers with you but we don't have that many. Uh, we'll be happy to provide those we know. We were also thinking, you know, there is a website, Check My Roots. Uh, we have nothing to do with it, but we were thinking that uh, it would be good to have uh, a similar service, waveform analysis based. My group, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with us, but we do work on the buffer bloat issue primarily. But my group has been wrapping up uh, testing of voice over IP and video conferencing in the recent weeks. So having a automated tool uh, or an automated way of analyzing the kind of abuse we put our networks through would be nice to have. That's great. Uh, one test scenario is when you're deploying um, voice over IP to a client, for example, so you, you are anyway you're connected to certain ISP. So you can put the system running for a week, for example, and it will be collecting data, collecting MOS scores, uh, collecting VoIP metrics, then you can access it uh, remotely, right? You can see how the tests are doing, you can have alerts. Alerts are email alerts and SNMP traps. So you can be alerted if Moscow drops down. So you can evaluate uh, overall voice quality, also in time. For example, here, this test, do you see my screen? I guess so. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was, uh, because in between I, uh, I switched something. We see it now. Yeah. So you see, some tests were quite good here and here also. Um, during some time, the tests are quite good. So you can even determine um, if somebody starts playing games during lunch break, bandwidth goes down and the sales team starts screaming and this happens in a regular basis, so this will be reflected within the timestamp. And it's all stored in MySQL database, so all kind of reports. We'll be adding here reports on MOS score, uh, you know, how it spreads around, uh, among the different values. But like I said, it's a very simple tool. Uh, it can be running as a probe. I, I used to run it on laptop, but I don't know if now it's heavier, but should be all right. One thing, you know, uh, I would like to fill in the pause here because, because this is what one receives as pure aqua analysis. This kind of report can be received. Just And I would like to show you how it's done with web service. If you need access to it, just let me know play around. Well, here are default parameters. We start figuring out when it comes to wideband audio, HD audio, uh, these default parameters may not always work. But here, I'm selecting the same reference audio, this, sorry, English female, and simulated English female 10% packet loss. And I get Aqua report, MOS score 329, quite reasonable. This is not our factor, this is percentage of audio similarity, so you can rely on that. It's very configurable with parameters. We can really adjust MOS score to actual uh, network um, conditions. Why I'm saying this, with this particular test, we had higher scores and we sent several files to our 
to one of our clients that has uh, license uh, other licenses for uh, voice quality analysis, waveform analysis, and the score was lower. But uh, we considered that it's 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 just not right. And our client was saying that uh, look, if this score is so good, uh, basically we are using G7 seven uh, eleven codec. If the quality is good, it should be four point one. And uh, we configured it. We figured out that four point something is much more feasible than other score and basically you can see when it drops down let's say let, let's take this one uh, four point something very good quality I won't play it you can see by the waveform that it's quite good and by the way these audio files are stored so if you need to talk to your service provider you have the evidence that at a certain time the quality was bad and actually the audio was degraded. So here the quality is quite good. Still we had some uh, packet bursts, we had some delay, but when it drops down we have all the metrics, uh, MOS score waveform analysis drop down and then spectrum analysis. Well that's quite interesting because I was thinking that here will be packet burst. And Another important thing I would like to stress is that this is MOSCORE calculated according to E-Modal and it's 4.5. So basically even in pure VoIP communication E-Modal not necessarily can give uh, adequate results. To finish this demonstration I would like to compare now the reference with 40% packet loss and see what happens. We get 2.09 and you can see how significantly the audio spectrum has degraded and some aqua metrics together with signal to noise ratio this is fine just to finish the, the demonstration uh, to say everything I would like to say this is fine uh, when you can make a test when you can make a test call but sometimes you you cannot and you may be not able to introduce additional load to your network or you don't want to or you just have to monitor quality of real calls well depending on the country uh, legislation uh, at least on a temporary basis you can always record real calls at least 10 seconds 20 seconds and destroy the recording afterwards so you can supply well, okay, let's supply reference audio, which should have pure, no degradation. Okay, so we can see it's MOS 3.5. Actually, uh, non-intrusive analysis is always less accurate. 3.5 is highest for this configuration, and we can see that there is some degradation in the end. There is dead air and clicking yellow, but still not much. Then we supply 10% packet loss and we have more and the MOS score is 289 still reasonably good we detected and where the degradation occurred I can show you everything is written in a CSV file right so now the scale down the bottom is that, that's time yes that's time yes so you can see uh, at different points in the call where the different types of degradation occurred Absolutely, yes. And besides this, there is bulk uh, impairments analysis where you can receive a CSV file with just, okay, let, let me take uh, with more degradation so we see more of them. You can see um, all degradations that took place. See, the blue one is signal to noise ratio. So it's reasonably high somewhere, then it drops down. The red one is dead air type 0, 01. Uh, we, are, we are detecting two types of dead air, and it's also configurable. But like I was showing on the presentation, uh, when it, it's red and yellow, it's 90% probability that packet loss took place there. And let me show you how it looks like. Um, in the log file, here is the log file. Every 10 milliseconds, we are able to detect uh, a presence of an impairment. 
signal-to-noise ratio. Here, it's just not enough information for detectors. And there it comes, okay, one, number one appeared here. This is dead air zero one, very likely packet loss occurred. This just bulk analysis within a 10 millisecond step you can do on any audio. Okay, quick question. How long did it take to build up that model to allow you to then do the detection? Is that about 10 milliseconds? So that's about, uh, what, 250 milliseconds preamble? Oh, yeah. Let, let's let's see. get back. And yes. Uh, no, it's 350 milliseconds. Yes. So that's not bad. So after 350 milliseconds, you built your model, and uh, you're, you're then analyzing it. Uh, yeah. Bearing in mind, this is on live traffic. This is not your your pre-prepared, um, echoed um, test sequence, is it? Yeah, correctly. This is live traffic. Yeah, that's useful. That's clever. Uh, particularly useful for, for people who uh, who do tend to proxy the media, um, as we do. Um, I've got a slightly different. I'm going to stop you and and throw you in a slightly different direction, Valerie, because I'm that kind of guy. Um, your test platform is based upon Asterisk. Does this mean that um, that imposes some constraints on the wideband codecs that are available to test with? So in particular, I'm thinking of Opus. Yes. Uh, Valerie, you, you need to stop your screen share when yeah, you're yes, talking sorry. so we can see you. Sorry, I, I forgot. Yeah. I'm reminding you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. Uh, yes, uh, we're asked once in a while, uh, what codex does your system support, or what codex does your technology support? Um, the system is asterisk based. Whatever codec asterisk support, the same codex support uh, supports our technology in okay. our system. So um, there could be some issues if you're trying to. Uh, analyze the performance of a of a free switch based system, for example, uh, which and in free switch we know that the uh, the range of codecs supported is a bit wider. Um, in fact, uh, Stanislav he actually integrated Aqua into free switch, uh -huh. so you can contact him on his experience on this. And we have a client in the United States. Uh, he he did it for that client. So Stanislav, just remind, remind us who Stanislav is. Stanislav Sinyagin, uh, this is uh, voxserve.ch, yeah. a consultant in Switzerland. Okay. Uh, Who's also a long-time member of the community, by the way. Yeah, Stanislav is clearly a, a good Swiss traditional name, isn't it? Yes, uh, amazingly. Just like Valerie is a typical Scandinavian one, right? Yeah, typical <laughs> Finnish. Typical Finnish or Estonian. Yeah. But I admire Estonia. Uh, just the side uh, words a little bit out of the topic because really uh, I was very surprised when in police uh, where I had to go to, you know, for residence things and other things. Can you imagine in a foreign country, European country, I can see three languages I can receive service in. And it's Estonian, English, and Russian. <laughs> yeah, well, I love Estonia every time I go there. It's amazing. I don't know what the percentage of the disposable income is spent on personal appearance, but it's quite high. They're very, very smart people, and smart physically, and smart from an intelligence point of view. Um, Topic I love drift. It. Yeah, I know, but I, I just love it. We just have a few minutes left, and Tim had a question, and I don't know if Tim is still with us even. He's there in... Virtually, he needs to. No, I'm, I'm moving. I'm really, really am here. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, so I was wondering whether your tool, Valerie, can detect um, a thing I'm seeing quite a lot on on VoIP networks in particular, which is uh, clock skew. So you get one end. You know, you get a a, a cheap um, PC being used in a call center that's actually generating the audio a couple of percent fast because that's what the clock on the audio driver is running at. And by the time that hits the PSTN, you kind of the packets pile up and then they drop, and there's this kind of, you know, um, 
you get this weird effects that are actually quite hard to trace quite often. So I yeah, wonder you if you're, you're talking about capturing, don't you? Well, or, or if it's running slow, then what happens is you run out every now and then, and it looks like packet loss, but it actually it kind of almost isn't because there weren't packets there in the first place. Uh, I think we can find uh, find the pattern that is typical. If if you have these audio recordings, or you can provide me with them, I think we can find a pattern because uh, those tests. Uh, with bad quality uh, that sounded like packet loss, they don't have a typical packet loss pattern. Uh, okay. so, so, so you're saying if you can ha have a few samples, you can probably characterize them uh, and then identify them. Yes. Okay. Thank you. That sounds like a good thing to do, Tim. That, that's a really good question, Tim. Excellent. Yeah. I think we're going to need to end. Uh, maybe have time for one more question before we... Um, I'm enjoying this. I like this tool. It's terrific. I, I, I think it's really useful. I want to have this in my tool toolkit. I did an email intro to all of you because I think each one of you has uh, something to gain by knowing each other. So that's great. This is really what we do here. This is my favorite thing about the VUC. Uh, that call I put out about the German ITSP, that's part of it. I mean, somebody asks a question in the community... And uh, Stanislaus, um, I don't know if he introduced you to us or us to you, but he was part of that whole uh, process too, uh, Valerie. That's correct. He did. He did. So this is excellent, and I'm sorry to cut it short. We generally do not have any uh, reason to cut things short, but here we have a call starting with Dave, and Dave is with us. Uh, so we need to end this call. For those of you listening on ZipDX, the call will continue with Dave Todd and whoever else wants to join that. Uh, and you'll have to watch, gosh, where can I post this? I guess I'll post it on Google+, maybe Twitter, uh, when we start this new call. So, Dave, you, like everybody else, will have to, this is the ejection seat, and uh, the call will begin again in about uh, three to five minutes. Valerie, I just want to, go ahead, Dave. I say thanks to Valerie. I didn't mean to cut in on you so much, and I would like to try out your tool myself when I get some time. Yeah, Thanks. thank you, thank you for your interest. Uh, it's a great pleasure uh, having this chance to present everything, and just contact me, and we'll arrange you to have the tool. Okay, and you guys all have each other's email addresses. Uh, James, I sent it uh, to your uh, yeah, got it. pro address. Okay, yeah, and got Tim, it. I sent you one just in case as well. Again, Valerie, thank you very much. So it's Savannah. What's the best site? You said there are several. Dot, is the dot, dot biz, biz the best? Dot biz is Savannah. Dot biz. Yes. Savannah.biz to go check that out. And um, we'll be hearing from Valerie because he's now a valid, a valued member of the community, right? So you'll be coming back. Thank you. Thanks again, yeah. Valerie. And thanks, thanks to everybody. Lot. Thanks a lot, everybody. Bye. See you. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood.com, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is provided by OnSIP.com. The site at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. We use ZipDX.com for our wideband, full-featured conference bridge. And our local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. Every Friday, 12 noon Eastern Time, see you next week.